Hey there, kitty squirrels. It's your favorite audio duo, the Gem Girls, the two-faced twosome who usually bring you cutting reviews of the worst cartoons the 80s has to offer. Only now, we're bringing our inane... Bleh. Only now, we're bringing our inane banter to the main stage of Canada's Drag Race. I'm Hakuna Matidis. And I'm Orifice Jones. And yes, you heard that right. We're taking a pause from making fun of bitches with big hair, too much makeup, and questionable <laughs> fashion choices to, um, well, basically do that exact same thing. So true. Except with the queens that make up uh, the cast of Canada's Drag Race Season 2 and not Gem and the Holograms. Yes, uh, very accurate. Mm-hmm. We do do that. Yeah. Um, that's all we do, really. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, are we qualified to assess the Olympics of drag? Hell no, but neither are half of the judges on Canada's Drag Race, let's be honest, so who gives a shit? Exactly, uh, and we won't bore you any longer with this preamble, let's get into the episode, although I do think it's maybe worth mentioning, I think, uh, (laughs) the fact that neither of us knew, or, or neither of our entry points into drag was Drag Race, and I think that's like, something in our favor. Like, we both experienced drag firsthand, like, in bars and clubs uh, before kind of getting into this show. Yes, absolutely. I love the spirit of drag at a bar. Like, I don't care if you're messy. You just have to be entertaining. Exactly, exactly. Uh, That's one of the reasons why I think, you know, obviously looking good is a a pretty important aspect of drag. You should have an aesthetic. But I think For sometimes sure. a little bit blown out of proportion on Drag Race because, yeah, in a yes. dark club bar, someone being super snatched and having an insane outfit isn't going to be as memorable as, yeah, the good performer or the funny queen who made you laugh. Uh, yeah. That's why I kind of think, like, comedy is a, a, a quality that all queens should have, not necessarily yes. super fashionable aesthetic. Or, like, not even just comedy, but, like, some sort of persona. Like, really knowing who you are and knowing how to apply that to different situations. Yeah, entertainment value, some sort of charisma, maybe even uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Uh, (laughs) But for me, charisma is everything. I love charismatic queens. Exactly, exactly. It goes a long way. Um, With that, let's uh, enter into the workroom. And I gotta point out, before we go anywhere... The fact that the workroom entrance says work, W-E-R-K, with an accent goo, it was a little bit much for me. I didn't like it. I didn't like that either because, like, that wouldn't even, that's unpronounced, like, what pronunciation would that even be? Exactly, because <laughs> accent goo is like an A sound, no? Yeah, where? Yeah, where? I don't know. It, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. And, like, they, were, they went a little bit too maple leaf heavy. I thought it was a... Like, obviously, you know, it's Drag Race, it's kitschy, but maybe tone down the Canadiana, you know what I mean? True. But I guess, like, RuPaul's Drag Race has pictures of RuPaul everywhere. (laughs) So because RuPaul's not there, we just need to also be obnoxious about 
the what we are, the dra- what drag rates we are. I guess. I suppose. How do they do it in UK? On UK, like they don't have you know like Union Jacks everywhere. I'm pretty sure they do. Do they? Although, yeah, the pictures in Ru- of Rue and maybe some Union Jacks. I don't know. I don't remember. Neither do I. Even though I watched an episode like literally like a day ago. Uh, oh, that episode was good. It was a really good episode. But we're here talking about <laughs> Drag Race, Canada's <laughs> Drag Race Season 2, Episode Number 1. So let's start with, um, in order of appearance, these queens. The first queen to yes. enter is Geometric. Uh, okay. I I mean, I like the pun of the name. It's a fun name. Yes. Um, not my favorite entrance look. I honestly don't even really remember the oh it was kind of like a futuristic kind of chris tucker in fifth element but in orange right yes like that like kind of yeah and... orange trench coat kind of like that the hair on top was chris tucker-esque i think you're right in that it kind of was similar to that look but chris tucker in the fifth element looked better than this so it oh, was, of course yeah i mean obviously he, that is a fantastic look that few can top uh, and I don't necessarily even think this was inspired by. Uh, no, this look was okay. It was fine with. It was fine for me. Yeah, I felt like she was going for some sort of intergalactic, like space queen. Or yeah, yeah, and she, mistress of the universe. Right, right. Which she kind of said in her intro description, but oftentimes with a lot of queens, this is not necessarily unique to Candace Drag Race either. They say all of these words of like, "I'm hot." <laughs> Femme, fashionista, <laughs> queen of the galaxy, underground, trap, racking, eleganza. And it's like, I don't think you're all of those things, ma'am. Rat King eleganza <laughs> is so fierce. That would be terrifying in like a great way. Yeah, that's giving me some ideas. Um, yeah, she definitely does pull a lot of bullshit. She's like... People say I'm polished, intergalactic, sexy, high fashion. I was like, do people yeah, say that? Are you, like, yeah, you are say you saying that, that right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, next I, well, I, I will just say, because and I will say this for all of the queens that I think are hot, geometric as a boy is, is attractive. Yes, I'm not sold on her yet, but we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kimora Amore is giving Carnival... She is amazing. Personality, like, through the roof. Um, I didn't like Kimora on her first <gasps> entrance. I was a little bit like, oh, my God. Like, I get what you're going for here, but you're a little bit much for me. That being said, by the end of the episode, I am a Kimora more stan. Nice. I do um, like her. I think the main thing was for me, she had a lot of Amore puns in her little uh, entrance, <laughs> and none of them were good. I'm gonna give you a lot more of Kimura more. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. That's clever, I guess. Uh, I also said though. Yeah, go ahead. She calls herself the Deep Throat Shanti, which was amazing. Yeah, that really sold me. She walked in and she was like, "Bitch!" And then everyone was like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah. Well, the one one other person in the the room. I also think it's kind of funny how they point out, at least in her little descriptor of her name, that she's from Scarborough. Like, they couldn't just say Toronto. Yes. Maybe she's representing Scarborough. Like, I respect that. I do. If that was, like, her to be like, hey, I just want everyone to know I'm from Scarborough, not necessarily Toronto, I get that. But I do think 
and we can get more into this as it comes it comes about, that the show has made a concerted effort to not have that many Toronto queens. Yes, uh, and I think this was true. like a way for them to be like, oh, she's not a Toronto queen, she's a Scarborough queen. Which, I mean, yeah. Scarborough's in Toronto. It is, for sure. But if she's part of like a local Scarborough scene, like I wouldn't expect that. And that would be really cool uh, to experience, for that to even be there. You know what I mean? I agree. And also Scarborough has its own... It does have its own kind of like, you know, vibe. And it's particularly when it comes to demographics as well. So if she's there to kind of represent more of the, uh, you know, people of color from Scarborough as opposed to all the white gays from Toronto, great. I just, I'm just not sure if it was her decision or it was the show's decision. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so next up we get Pythia. Pythia, not Pythia. Right. Don't get it twisted. Pythia sounds really, really weird. So Pythia's name is, uh... Reference to ancient Greece, uh, the high priestess of the Temple of Apollo. Yeah, the Oracle of Apollo. In, yeah, in the in honor of her Greek heritage. And she comes in wearing this pink outfit that, honestly, at first glance, I wasn't super sold on. But she had this dope Grecian helmet thing. The helmet, and that was sick. The helmet was amazing. I just wish the rest of it matched the helmet to a degree. You know what I mean? Because if you're going yeah. for this... I mean, it, the helmet even unto itself was Greco-Roman. It wasn't even necessarily just—at uh, least that's what I—that's uh, what I kind of saw from fair it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but I do—I—I—I I, I think I wanted more of that than just. It seemed like it was the helmet was one thing, and the outfit was a little bit. It was kind of more of a pink bodysuit. True. If it were actual armor or something. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I did love Kimura Amor's line of "Come on, Shira," and I was like, "That's amazing." <laughs> I love. I live for a you know a nerdy reference. Um, so we learn that Pythia is a theater queen. She makes all of her own costumes and props. Right. So right. Um, yeah, she'll kill it. Maybe. Who I don't know. I have an all caps filler queen. So I'm I'm Yo, I'm not expecting a lot out of Pythia. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm getting filler queen energy out of Pythia, and honestly, geometric. Oh, me too. Me too. Me too. Um. On Pythia's end, I just think that maybe she's not as well-developed as some of the other queens. I don't know mm. if she's going to be able to bring as much of a, you know, a synthesized brand to what she's doing. Yeah, she's a little bit boring, and I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't I know don't, what her thing is. I don't, I don't, I got no hooks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, then we have Eve 6000. So, okay. Yeah, all right. We can, we can take a pause right here. <laughs> I, I didn't need I didn't need Eve one through five hundred and ninety nine. I don't need no Eve six thousand either. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> um, so she walks in saying the Earth may be flat, but Canada has curves, which honestly is a like pretty. It's good a good line. line. I appreciate in her on cam afterwards. She says like I'm not a flat earther. Everybody relax. Yeah, she's twenty nine and ashamed of it. Uh, she claims to bring the best looks, that she's an amazing songwriter, and she can sing. Then proceeds to sing this note that is like... Uh, Yo, sloppy yabbles, dude. It was like... What that was. She did not hit that note with, note with confidence, or... It, it wasn't a good demonstration of singing ability. We can just leave it at that. <laughs> um, she walks into the room, turns out she already knows Gia, and immediately like bitch, I hate you because you unfollowed me on Instagram. Right, 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 right. Also, everyone knows Gia. It's like a running theme throughout this entire, you know, entrance. 
Uh, what did you she's think? Very. Oh. What did you think of Eve Six Thousand's look? Uh, forgettable. I was like, it's like a poison type Corella Deville. I didn't. I wasn't living for it. I wasn't living for it. Yeah, there were certain aspects of it that I liked. It was like kind of geometric, if I'm remem- remembering correctly. But it was also just a bodysuit, right? Yeah, it, it was a little bit more zhuzhed up than just a bodysuit. It was fine. It was just it was it was all good. But when when you say something like "I'm gonna bring all the hot looks," and then what you're wearing isn't necessarily like stunning, that's where I'm like, okay, you're kind of talking out of your ass here, lady. Yeah, she's serving overconfidence. Yeah, a little bit. and another thing that. Not necessarily irked me, but she was like, I'm known for being shady and argumentative. And it's like, okay, very unique traits for a drag queen. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it honestly seems like the other competitors do not like her. Gita, Gia in her talking head was like, I don't like her. Oh, yeah, She's yeah, 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 yeah. Which seemed like honest. It seemed like that came from a place of honesty. Yeah. Um, next, we have Suki Doll, who's from Montreal. Um, she's wearing some sort of like dynamic red uh, installation piece type dress. Dude, I and loved it. I one, I pretty cool. I love Suki Doll. She's probably one of my top four, or I think she's gonna make it to the top four. Personally, I love her, and I thought her hair was very, her hair was very Simone of Drag Race season thirteen, which unto itself was a reference to uh, a RuPaul uh, look. But yes. I thought it looked, I thought she looked cool. Yeah, she looks really cool. Uh, she seems chill. She knows Pathia because they're both from Quebec. Right. Montreal. Um, Montreal, specifically. Next, Montreal. Excuse me. Next, we have Adriana, who is from Quebec City. Um, and she's Colombian, so she's kind of a twofer. A twofer. <laughs> um, she's giving... I don't even know why. It's her Dude, outfit's not very Dude, this outfit nice. was not good. One, it was kind of a mess, I thought. Yeah, uh, it was messy the weird kind of like mermaid plume at the bottom wasn't really doing <laughs> much for me, nor for her mobility. Yeah, she could not walk at all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's wearing like these iridescent chaps that like turn into a mermaid thing. It, it, it wasn't good. It was too much. It was too much. And also it didn't, I didn't think it necessarily made her figure look all that great either. Uh, no. Yeah, it just it was a lot going on, and none of it was all that great. IMO. Yes. Uh, so next we have Beth, who describes herself as campy, glam, and socially anxious. And yes, yeah. she's very. We got that last part anxious. for sure. Uh, Beth Bordstein, basically, she bungled it. <laughs> she did, but she actually, did. I have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for Beth. I thought she was a like she she had a likable personality, and I would have liked to have seen more. I agree. She was kind of like you know lovable runt kind of energy. Uh, I could have put that more nicely, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that being said, though, I also have no time for someone who doesn't have confidence in themselves, and like she really didn't throughout the entire episode. No, she didn't. And she w- clearly wasn't ready for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Anyway. I also didn't think her makeup skills were necessarily all that good either. No. So next we have Isis, who is wearing some sort of, like, very elaborate early 1900s French lady aristocrat getup. Like but also, like, but up. also, like, a lampshade? Yeah. <laughs> 
and it's all plaid. Yeah, and it yeah. seems to be made out of those, you know, those bags for laundry and groceries that are made of, out of plastic, and they're usually plaid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it seems like it was made out of a similar material, which is oh, pretty cool. Oh yeah, no, all this to say, it looked. I thought she looked really cool. I thought she looked good. I thought her makeup was on point. I thought the outfit. Maybe it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I thought it was very, very well crafted. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting to look at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I felt like you can tell from the get-go that this is a seasoned queen and she knows what she's doing. Yes. Um, then we have OCN Aqua Black, who out of drag just looks like a really cheerful, friendly uncle type. He does. Um, she does. Yeah, yeah. In drag, she looks kind of a mess. A hot lie. mess. Look, <laughs> this makeup... This make is pretty horrendous. And as we'll learn later in the episode, she does it blind and it's like, honey, we can tell. Yeah, I can't see when I do my makeup because I don't wear contacts. It's like, why do you think that's okay? Yeah, exactly. And everyone can tell. Um, she, does have, yes. she does have a lot of energy and she's very, she is I very charismatic and that is working in her favor. I will call a bitch out though. One... She was wearing a pink jumpsuit. What wasn't the best look? <laughs> Two, she's like Britney Spears, Beyonce, Janet Jackson. I have all these inspirations, and it's like, oh, you mean all the inspirations that every gay man has? Okay. But also, she follows up by saying like she's not known for being like an acrobatic queen or like a physically capable queen. It's like, bitch, you just compared yourself to Beyonce, Janet, and Britney. We're all great dancers. Yeah, very true, very true. She also, yeah, so she also, she said that. She's like, all I can do is put my knees behind my head. And I'm like, isn't that kind of intense? Like, I can't put my knees behind my head. <laughs> well, you're not putting your legs behind your head, like around your head. You're like putting them up by your ears bent. Right? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. I don't know. About. I'd have to see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to see, see it. Uh... And also, I actually don't want to see it. <laughs> you can see in a report back. Okay, I'll let you know. Please. Um, so then we have Stephanie Prince from Calgary. Um, she's wearing some latex dinner, diner type outfit. Yeah, it's like a Wendy's Bumblebee McDonald's Mater D look. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's, I didn't like it, but I loved her. I think Stephanie Prince was kind of amazing. I was just thinking, okay, so she was from Calgary, used to live in Calgary, and I just feel bad for anyone from Calgary who isn't white and Mormon, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think. I was like, I'm so sorry you're there. Well, you know what? Stephanie Prince has a positive attitude, so obviously it's serving her well. Um, yes. I really enjoyed how she's like, I'm like cilantro, because like every dish is better with cilantro. She said something about cilantro, and I just... You know, I respect anyone who is going to praise cilantro. Uh, yeah, I love cilantro. That's an important thing to know. I think, I didn't think she said, I'm like cilantro. I think she's like, hi, I like cilantro. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's like her one important fact. She talked about cilantro and I just, you know, we don't get a lot of cilantro representation on our screen as, <laughs> and I'm just happy to see no. it. I'm happy that she brought that for us. She's bringing us Midwest of Canada. She's bringing us cilantro. It's good stuff. Yeah, uh, next we get Kendall Jenner. Gender, gender. Excuse me. Um, she is kind of giving me, like, a wannabe Naomi Small. Yeah, very that. Um, I didn't love 
what the outfit was doing for her body, though. And no. and that was a little bit of a disconnect for me as well, because she said, like, my looks are about body. And I'm like, are they? Because this look, not much body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> well, her padding was also super awkward. You're right. Like, it you're just right. didn't fit well. It, yeah, the bodice. And also, her hairline was, was, like, not looking tight. Ooh. It was rough. That said, I did love her braided wig. The wig was nice. The wig was nice. And as a boy, very cute as well. Yes. Um, so next we go to Cynthia Kiss, who's also from Vancouver. So there are a few Vancouver queens in the mix. Yeah, this is where we get um, the, like, you know, the Brat Pack moment where they're all yelling at each other, you know, like high-pitched geese. Um, because, yeah, we learn that Cynthia Kiss, Kendall Gender, uh, Geometric, yeah. and to a lesser degree, Beth, all know each other from Vancouver. <laughs> Well, I did feel um, bad for Beth because you could tell she's like the non-cool one out of like that crew. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cynthia Kiss, she's wearing some metallic covers, co- covers, some metallic colors and her outfit's kind of asymmetrical. I think it's a pretty cool outfit. Yeah, and she had kind of like a, a chain that was kind of running through all of it that she kind of was swinging around. I thought, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. It wasn't, you know, blowing my mind. It was, it was fine. Know what? She kind of reminded me of Katya. I yeah okay. I get that. I like get how that. She looked. Yeah 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 yeah. Katya was like known for like you know the Russian kind of like windbreaker. It was kind of similar to that. Mm. Um. So after we meet all of the queens, Brooklyn comes in. She looks pretty good oh, wearing yeah. a pink suit. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Then we're kind of introduced to all of the judges right now, minus Tr- Tracy Melshore. So we get Brad Goreski. Who, I don't know who the fuck that was. I don't know. He must be, he's into fashion or something. Uh, he's bringing the, you know, the synthesized acute gay energy to the uh, to the panels, to the judges panel. Uh, and as we've discussed off the pod earlier, he is very attractive. And like, dude is like ripped. Yeah, he's attractive and he seems nice enough. Like he seems like a positive type of guy yeah like a Carson Kressley exactly he very much was giving me Canada's version of Carson Kressley yeah and then lastly we have Amanda Bruegel who is from Handmaid's Tale and nothing else um and they bring it up constantly yeah exactly which makes me yeah I don't think she's from anything else noteworthy (laughs) no but you know she's nice so we'll take it yeah sure we'll take Uh, it we'll take it we'll take it (laughs) So we learned that the grand prize is $100,000 and then some beauty products from Shopper's, Shopper's Drug, Drug I love how Shopper's Drug Mart is such, it's like a, a shadow character of this show. I know. It's it's both embarrassing, but also I love it. Anyway, I would love like a $2,000 gift certificate to Shopper's. That'd be pretty Oh, sick. that'd be sick. I would love that. I Yeah, I do a lot of random shopping at Shopper's Drug Mart. For sure. Um, so anyway, we get to the mini challenge and the photographer is Caitlin Cronenberg, daughter of David Cronenberg. Oh, that's for real? I was like, is it, is she related to the Cronenberg? Yeah. Papa Cron? Um, we call him Papa Cron the this. <laughs> in Canada, that's what we call him, the T-dot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Papa I was Crowberg. thinking it would be, it would be so cool. <laughs> Old Crone. Yeah, exactly, Crone. exactly. Old man Crone. <laughs> and when you go to his house, oh, I'm just going over the Chrome Zone. <laughs> and then when you're fucking at David Cronenberg's house, it's like, oh, I'm getting boned the Chrome Zone. Chrome Zone. 
Oh, also just a crone Wait. bone. Yeah, I'm gonna bone the crone in the crone zone. Right, there you go. Um, <laughs> glad we covered that. Important stuff. Uh, I was thinking while she was on the show, it'd be really cool if they had a David Cronenberg inspired challenge. That would be like, cool. Super like psychological, like kind of very uh, twisted imagery and like horror and shit. That'd be so. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Rick and Morty always covers like Cronenberg monsters. Like it'd be like a Cronenberg monster, but drag dragged up. Yes. Uh, I would love that. Um, that would be very fitting for the Halloween season. Uh, I don't yes. I don't necessarily think they... I, I don't know how... Like, you know, I don't know behind the scenes how well they're timing the release of episodes. Maybe they did have it in mind that this would be appearing in October... Or premiering in October and we'll do... We'll see something on... Something spooky. But... Um, I doubt it. I doubt it too. <laughs> um, anyway, in this challenge, uh, they are jumping into a foam pit, which we seen a million times. Yeah, yeah. They call it Daunt Gaze Inferno, which I was a little bit, that's a stretch. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. They tried they it. Tried, they tried, they tried. We all love a, an attempt of a good pun. Um, and yeah, we've seen this photo <laughs> mini challenge like a thousand times. Yada, yada, yada. Suki doll wins. Uh, o- and Ocean basically hurts her knee. She pulls a Eureka. Right, right. And Victoria's scope. Right. Like, bitch's knees going out left and right. Exactly. Well, you know, a lot of queens begin on their knees on the regular, so uh, it just, they're prone to break. They're very o- overused. Right. right. They are overused. And also, like, when you're jumping into the splits or whatever, like, don't do that. Yeah. Like, unless yeah. you do it frequently, like, and really know what you're doing, like, it's a bad idea. Yeah, I didn't really, I don't remember how exactly she landed, but it was one of those... Well, not that I had no sympathy. Well, you know, I didn't have any sympathy because, like, whatever. <laughs> it's not mine, honey. Oh uh, but I was a little bit like, you know, every other queen did this with, like, kind of fine. It's I'm sure they, you know, like, checked some stuff out to make sure it was safe. If she hurt her knee, I imagine it's some sort of pre-existing condition. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess so. Anyway, the winner, as you said, is Suki Doll. Then we get introduced to their maxi challenge, which is Premier Party Eleganza. Right. And basically, they're taking a bunch of junk from Coat Check. Yeah, yeah. And turning it into hot, a red uh, no, carpet uh, hot check moment. Tour. Right. That's terrible. I think that's a pretty good pun, actually. I like that. Hot Check? Hot Check Couture. Because, like, Coat Check, Oat Check. I know, I know, but it's just, I don't like it. I liked it. I don't know. I thought it was all right. All right? It's better than Don Gay's Inferno. <laughs> they said some pretty bad ones later on the runway. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can tell none um, of the, none of the uh, judges are comedians. No. They need a comedian. They do. For sure. They do, they do. And I don't think we're going to get one. Which, I do have to say, <sighs> just to bring it back to UK, and this is riffing off of something I heard Bob the Drag Queen say recently, but Alan Carr is, like, the funniest judge of all drag race. He's so funny. He is yeah. so funny. And he's so quick. Yeah, very quick. Um, and, yeah, Bob brought up this one where I think um, Ginger Spice was uh, guest judging. And she was saying some... A baby. No, 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 no. This was in a previous episode, though. Uh, oh, okay. Let me tell my story. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> anyways, I don't need any more interruptions from the peanut gallery. Uh, okay, wow. Anyway. I'll just shut up and never talk again. <laughs> Perfect. This this podcast works better <laughs> as a monologue anyways. 
Um, anyways, no. So Ginger Spice was um, guest judging, and she was saying, I don't know, she was, I think, complimenting a queen, even though she looked horrendous. And all in car was like, sorry, Ginger, just quote the Spice Girls. Stop right now. Thank you very much. And yeah, that was very, good. very, very good and very witty. I remember that moment, and I agreed with him. I was like, Ginger, are you blind? Yeah, like, shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> Don't enable this. Exactly, exactly, um, exactly. Anyways, back to this episode. Um, yes. Movie premiere Eleganza, uh, and we're in the workroom, and this is where, like, Beth is already kind of, like, down in the dumps. I think she was, like, last to choose all the materials or something, and I thought she was already kind of getting into this negative mindset that spelled her doom. Yes, it was a snowball that just kept on rolling and getting bigger, and she just kept fucking up. She couldn't recover. Um, Isis declares she wants to take a risk and not play it safe. She's a fashion queen, super edgy, so we believe that she can pull it off. Yeah, and I I generally... Yeah, she does. She did. Um, And I generally liked Isis's... Um, kind of mindset of like one I'm gonna take chances and then two later when she's doing her makeup she's like I just need to fucking focus uh, and I was like yeah good like you know be creative get in the zone do your thing that's what you should be doing in this competition yes absolutely she definitely like has her head in the game and she knows what she's doing I think she's gonna be kind of like a Bianca Del Rio type this season. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, that being said, we'll see how good of a kind of like a, uh, not necessarily like a, just like a music performer, but like a comedic performer, how like what her, yeah. what her showmanship is like. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, Suki doll like takes only one thing, which is some furry rug mink stole type thing. I don't know what it is. Um, the rest she's making. Right, right. Because they also, they have access to the the fabric land wall, which I also love. Uh, (laughs) gotta get your shit at fabric land. Where else? There's literally the only place to go in Canada is fabric land. Yeah, it's the only (laughs) place. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, And then we also, oh yeah, Eve is, again, being a little overconfident, uh, thinking that her design skills will be able to, you know, secure her a win or a top spot even though she admits that she's never actually made a garment before yes um so yeah basically we get ready while they're getting ready for the runway we have all this conversation as we normally do and actually a lot of it is quite interesting for instance we learn that kimura has a 17 year old son and she loves being a father, and, like, they have a super supportive relationship, which is really great. Yeah, usually, I'm not gonna lie, I skip over these, like, heartfelt workroom <laughs> moments, because I don't got time for these people's lives, but this one, I, I almost teared up. I was like, this is very, very cute, I loved it, I thought it was great, just to, like, kind of, it was a great window into her life, without it being, like, kind of too sappy, it seemed like it was genuine. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ocean continues to look a mess And also she's still injured She's limping around Right, and this is where she tells us That she can't see when she puts on makeup <laughs> And I'm like, look, you know You got, your your eyeball glands are all shriveled up I got, <laughs> I got bad eyes as well But I don't like wearing contacts But when the occasion calls for it I wear contacts because like you Yeah, must. you gots to Like, and I'm sorry, honey It looks like you don't know what you're doing with your makeup And probably vision has something to do with that. 
<laughs> and all the girls look aghast. Yeah, they're like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and also we can talk. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which I think Geometric does say, like, as a joke, but, like, not really joking. Um, so on the main stage, the judges enter. Brooklyn looks fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, good. yeah, like, golden goddess. Really, really good, good look. Um... And you can, I think they are also kind of trying to make her be the rue of this show. Uh, it's not working. Not working for you? No. Just because I don't feel she has a big enough personality. I agree. I agree. Um, and she's working on it, you can tell. But I do think this works better as a format than last season, where the guest judges yeah. kind of did the rue thing from the main stage. The format was weird. I prefer this as a format. Yes, it's better to have just one of them. Yeah. Not, like, a bunch of bitches. Yeah, and I, I'll do, I will give um, Ms. Heights some credit when she did the whole, um, uh, and may the best racer win, and you're you're waiting for the iconic, you know, one-arm-up moment. She did a little, you yes. know, pizzazz, little arm twirl. I thought it was Yeah, good. she, like, did a twisty arm thing. Yeah, she was then, like, you're yeah. expecting it. I want to, like, give you a minute, and you can see what I do with my arms here. <laughs> I liked it. She should really, like, up the ante next time. Oh, I'm expecting... Like, really flap them everywhere. I'm expecting this is going to be kind of, like, a running thing. And, like, I, by the end of it, she's going to do, like, a backflip or something. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, because, you know, a bitch can do it. If she had detachable arms, that would also be fun. <laughs> You're right. You're not wrong. Like, she, like, takes the arms off and puts them on the opposite socket Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or then, like, maybe, like, a multi-arm reveal where, like... Extra arms somehow <laughs> pop out. That could be hot. Yes, that would be sick. I I would be into that. Um, so first up on the stage is Pythia. Um, I don't know what's happening. It was neon. It was lace. It was fine. I guess. Yeah, it was fine. I actually I will say um, the first few looks off the top I thought were generally pretty well made to the point where I was like, oh wait, when are they gonna come out with the with the looks that they made? You know what I mean? Um, uh. And I think Pythia's, despite it being kind of meh and kind of whatever, it did look like it was pretty well constructed. Yes. Uh, next we had Kendall Gender, who's giving some sort of Dita Von Teese moment. Um, it's fairly, like, pretty burlesque, pretty fetish, pointy boobs. Nothing you wouldn't expect. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. I was, was generally, like, it was, basic. yeah, it was fine. I don't want to say, like, basic in the sense of, like, oh, like, it was super basic, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a complex look, and... No. Yeah, it, it was fine. It, there's a reason why she was safe. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's just a little bit simplistic in terms of its vision yeah. and what it was going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Then we... If it is a design challenge and you're not necessarily the strongest, you know, sewer or designer... Keeping shit simple is probably a safe bet. For sure. Um, next, we have Adriana wearing a big hat, looking like a rich woman going to the beach. Not really a red carpet, in my opinion, just saying. Yeah, the color scheme, as they point out in the show, was like raspberry sorbet. Uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't scream for me Hollywood glamour. No. Uh, next, we have Ocean Aqua Black, who is also not giving Hollywood glamour no, at all. No, no, And, like, look, <laughs> she even said in the workroom, like, I'm, my look is not going to be very good, but I'm going to, like, sell a concept and be goofy and funny. She did do that, and I'll give her credit. Yes. That being said, though, I don't really like it 
when queens are like, you know what, I'm not going to do the assignment and rely on my, you know, showmanship to kind of get me through it. It's a choice. Yes. But I, it's like, you know, you were asked to do something. Yeah, I mean, like, I do think that the concept can work because it could just be, like, some messy Hollywood bitch, like, after coming home from the after party, stumbling on the freeway or whatever, uh, missing a shoe, I don't know. But I think this will only work in her favor once. Exactly, exactly. Because that would have been a good concept, but we didn't really get that from the outfit. It was just kind of red. they were solo cups. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, solo cup frat party eleganza. Yeah. Um, also, her not wearing glasses or being able to see while putting on her makeup, this is the only time that's going to work. Very true. Like, very true. Because the makeup was everywhere. She looked a hot She mess. did. Which, again, part of the concept, and she did sell it, and it, it worked. But, yeah, we'll see if there's a, a round two for that one. <laughs> I, I was entertained. Yeah, as was I. As was I. Like, you know, I'm giving her a lot of shit. She did the thing, and, you know, she was safe, so good for her. Uh, next we have Beth, Who? also wearing solo cups. Yeah, and also giving you a sad girl back. realness in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she just, like she's a, a sad animated corpse. Yeah, like, yeah, she just yeah. Like she just is stumbling out of her coffin just sadly. Yeah. Doesn't really want to be walking again. Exactly. Doesn't want to be alive. <laughs> you know, she just wants to go back to sleep. Right, right. Like, yeah, like, um, Eeyore incarnate, and by incarnate, I mean deceased. <laughs> yeah, she looks mad, like, mad. Mad sad. Mad sad, mad sad, bro. Mad sad, bro. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry, Beth. Uh, Suki is up next, and. Yeah. I thought she looked fucking amazing. She did. I just wish more of it was made from garbage. You're right. And that is the critique that the judges gave her, which is super, super fair because you you can't tell any of this came from like a coat check kind of thing. It was a very yes. flowy garment and it, it, it looked good, but you're right in that it didn't really use a lot of raw material. Yes, and she stumbled on the stage, which oh, like, true. not her fault, but yeah. that could have not happened. Yeah, yeah, and the the judges writer for it is in that if you're gonna make a garment like this, you better be able to like walk in a garment like this. Yes. Um, next, we have Eve, who says she's dressed like a 1940s starlet. That's what she um, says. I would. Yeah, that's what she says. I mean, I do get 1940s from it, granted, but I do not get someone on the red carpet. I get a lady in a convertible with her head wrapped or with, uh, like, going out the going to the beach or something. Yeah, yeah, like the red California carpet. convertible kind of situation uh, as opposed yes. to red carpet. You're right. I personally thought this outfit was a little trash, and I mean literally like a black <laughs> trash bag wrapped around, you know, a bodysuit or a corset or whatever. <laughs> that's what it was giving me. Um, I did think she looked really pretty, though. Her head, her hair, and makeup was really Yeah, nice. yeah. And even the judges say, like, neck up, it, it looked good. She looked good neck up. It was just the rest of it was, like, uh, pretty slops. <laughs> um, next, we have Stephanie Price, who looks amazing. Is it Price or uh, Prince? Really, Prince. Okay, just, <laughs> just making sure. Um, yo, dude, Stephanie Prince, this was my favorite outfit. I thought she looked amazing. 
I wasn't crazy about the hair personally. I'm not sure that I liked the bangs on her. Okay. Um, just so you know, but listeners are very aware. Nitpicky. Yeah, very nitpicky. The color worked. It was like a neon pink. Any, she's basically wearing this kind of neon pink color explosion. I thought it was very, very well done. And yes. I think technically it wasn't the hardest thing to put together. Like Isis Couture's outfit, I think it was a little bit, it was more difficult to construct. But I thought Stephanie's outfit, like it didn't matter because like I thought the, like it just looked so cool. Yes, and every single part of her outfit was made from the material. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She didn't use any, she didn't appear to use any fabric. Um, and it was all made from posters cut up. And also along the front, she had these pink feathers. Right, right, right. Which created that like explosion illusion, which that was really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. And she was given a little bit of body with the leg. It was good stuff. I, I thought she, I, she was my favorite. Uh, next we have Gia wearing some sing, some sort of, disco body I don't know what the fuck this was dude and she's being a lot yeah. on the runway yeah. like her her exposed leg looks great that is all I can really say about this yes her body looks great uh, that being she's said though very lean she's very lean Um, and this is my personal opinion I don't really like it when very skinny queens have no padding and don't have any kind of like breast padding either it's, it just like, it, and I, I think about it in the same sense of when I see very, very large queens who don't pad, where it's like, okay, you just kind of look like a lump. Like this, you just kind of look like a skinny boy. Uh, like, like a queen like Eureka, she's a big girl, but the bitch pads and she cinches where ne when necessary. And it always looks very good yeah. and very polished. This was just like, I didn't, I didn't think she put a lot of effort into it. And... You know, when I see exposed boy nipples, at least put, like, a pasty on there or something. Yeah, I don't appreciate seeing nipples on the stage. I mean, that makes me sound like a prude, but I don't mean nipples ever. I just mean, like, by accident. Yeah. Incidental nipples. Exactly, exactly. That just show up. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like that. It doesn't feel polished. Exactly. Me. That, I think that is the main thing. It's, like, it, it's not polished. It's... It's not like you paid any attention to detail. And what she was wearing, a nip slip was very, very easy. Like, she she must have had the... She must have thought, like, oh, yeah, at one point I can... A light breeze may come by and my nip's gonna slip. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't really have a problem with not padding. Some queens can pull it off. Um, I guess I just have a problem with relying on the body too much which i'm getting from gia a little bit yeah 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 uh, yeah that's just my personal thing and i do think it can work at times like the whole no padding kind of thing but if gia pulls that shit again where it's just like oh i'm gonna be you know i'm just gonna let you know my body do the work uh i wouldn't be surprised if she gets red to filth for it and she gets cut yeah um so next we have did Isis Couture already come no, out? No, no. Yeah. she's coming out yeah, now. Isis comes she's out. wearing some edgy Vivian Westwood suit dress with an asymmetrical asymmetrical skirt made out of tickets, which was really cool. Yeah, like really, really cool. She looked amazing. She did. She did. And as you know, we we briefly talked about it. Looked like the most complicated garment to make, uh, and she did it very, very well. Yes. 
Uh, next we have Kimura wearing a lot of tissue. Dude, she kind of just looks like a garbage heap ex- after a child ch- child's birthday. Party. Yeah, exactly. It was, like I had issues with how many tissues were up in here. You know what I mean? It was a little <laughs> bit too frilly. It was a lot. It looked like a busted piñata, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. She good. brought a lot of energy to the runway, but the outfit itself, it was a bit of a miss for me. Uh, next, we have Cynthia wearing a gold disco off-the-shoulder jumpsuit, which I actually thought looked really good. She did look really good, but I also was curious, like, what materials were from Kochek? True. None. Yeah, it seemed like none. Huh, maybe she made an earring. Yeah, I don't know. Like, she did look good. Like, it was it was a little bit more on the simplistic side, but she looked good. It was it was a cool outfit. But, yeah, just it, was, it seemed mainly fabric. Yeah, that's very true. She should have gotten red for that. But I, I don't feel like they called them out enough for that. Or, I don't know. Well, as we'll see, like, like the safe queens don't get any critiques. Uh, so true. Pythia, Kendall, Adriana, Ocean, Kimora, and Cynthia Kiss are all safe, which I'll generally agree with. I think these are all, yeah, these are all good decisions. Um, and the tops are Isis, Suki, and Stephanie. With the bottoms being Beth, Eve, and Gia. Again, agree with all of that. All deserved it. Yeah. yeah. I was actually pleased with the judging because last season there was so much rigamorous going on. Like, fuck. Like, I don't know what the judging was last season. Half the yeah, time. yeah. And I think they also made a concerted effort into like kind of to fix that this time around and like give a little bit more direction to the judges. Like what they, not necessarily what they should and shouldn't say, but how they should say it. Yes. Um, so as for the bottom queens, Beth was red for her lack of confidence and the horrible, like, mermaid part of her dress. Yeah, yeah. They kind of bring up the, yeah, the, the, the black solo cup elements on the corset part were actually kind of cool, but then it, yeah, it, uh, it floundered, to use a, a fish pun. The mermaid bottom <laughs> Everyone floundered. Everyone was asking for Everyone it. Everyone was asking for it. Uh, next, Eve is being read for lack of polish and for the dress being too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gia is being read for not being, not understanding the assignment. Which is also super fair because she, her outfit was like 60s disco, I want to say. Uh, it wasn't Hollywood glamour. No. Um, as for the tops. Basically, Isis wins. Yes, yeah, yeah. just like everyone else got great c- critiques. Obviously, they did. Yeah, they did um, say to Suki, like, "We wished you made used more of the raw materials, which we already brought up." Is a, f- a valid point. Yes. Um, and yeah, they they praised Stephanie as well. Uh, and then before they announced the winners, we do get into the kind of the untucked thing. Why was there no alcohol up in the mix? Has there been alcohol lately in the UK? I don't they're they're given what seem to be cocktails. Uh, yeah, I guess that's not in the Canadian budget. I guess Shoppers Drug Mart doesn't make booze yet. Yet. So. Uh, I'm waiting for the day. Uh, also, maybe, like, I think, like, you know, hashtag morality could be part of it. Are we known for morality? Here? I just see, like, Crave, which is owned by Bell Media, to be like, oh, we don't want to show drinking on screen. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, but okay. In this scene, what stood out to me is 
basically Eve making the whole thing about her. Oh my god, yeah. Um, which seems to be a big theme for the rest of us. Right, episode. because when we go back to the main stage, it's revealed that Eve is safe, and bitch reacts like, oh my god, it's the waterworks, <laughs> it's let it be about me, and you know, everyone rightfully so is like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of emotions for safe. Right, she's howling like, "Oh my god!" Oh, oh. Meanwhile, Gia's like, "I'm actually about to lip sync, so shut the fuck yeah, up." Yeah, exactly. Can you not make it about you right now? Uh, yeah, and yeah, no, and Suki, I think, says in her on cam of like, oh, "I think this is pretty fake," but whatever. Yeah, deaths, deaths. Um, so we get the lip sync. To the song Man Eater by Nelly Furtado. Gotta say, did not like this Oh my sync. god. Very underwhelming. Dude, this lip sync was pretty terrible. Um, Gia, again, relying on her body in weird ways. Um, she was too she much. Was she was way, way, way too, too much. Far too much. Uh, did, I think, <laughs> like, you know, fell into the trap of trying to give too much energy, but not really thinking about the song. Uh yeah, she was relying on the same sort of manic mannerisms that she was serving on her runway presentation. Right. And, and as she's like, I guess, doing it to music, but it didn't really go. It didn't go, and yeah, nipples everywhere as, it, as the show was going <laughs> on. Uh, and I, I felt that if Beth kind of just took more of a, you know, slow and go approach, like really felt the song, she could have won, but... She really could But she was also given, like, sadness. <laughs> she was... Ex- she was doing... She was exuding <laughs> Eeyore energy. Dude, but, like... Okay, so she'd be, like, dipping down, like, squatting down and humping the floor or whatever. But her eyes just looked so sad. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, dude. Like, make it, make it look like you're happy here. Like, not, you know, you're strung out for a hit of speed and you're doing whatever it takes just to get your next fix. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. I, I honestly do agree with you. She could have won. Yeah. I, it would Really. Yeah. If she just gave a little bit more anything in the face that wasn't sad. Exactly. Like she could have, she could have done yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, Gia wasn't necessarily bringing much either. Uh, that being said though, Gia does win the lip sync. Beth loses, and she is the pork chop of the season. She is. I'm actually sad to see her go. I thought she had a lot of potential, but I don't think she was ready for the competition, clearly, or ready to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a lot of. That's a lot for someone with social anxiety. A hundred percent. So I commend you for trying. A hundred percent. And I enjoyed her exit being like, I'm not going to let anything else, like, you know, bring me down. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I respected that. And I do agree with you. She kind of had a she had a warming presence, which would have been nice to see in the workroom a little bit more, a little bit longer, because mm-hmm. it, you know some of the other queens, Be- uh, Eve, um, are not giving me yeah. that. But no, yeah. I do think Eve should have been a contender for the bottom, like more of a contender. Honestly, if she had replaced Gia or. Uh, Beth, I would have been fine with it. I would have been fine with it. That being said, though, I also... I understood why she was safe and not in the, like, the bottom two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. And, you know, I thought it was fairly good. I am still getting used to the judges. Yeah, the judges are um, going to be a new thing. Uh, and I think 
that's probably going to be like the biggest obstacle I think for me in my viewing pleasure. Yes, uh, they're just they feel like they don't hit the mark quite, or I'm kind of like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, uh, but they do have a harder task than any other Drag Race franchise because everyone else, all the other ones, have Rue and Michelle to rely on. And it's really, you're just bringing in, like, one or two other new people. Uh, this is, True. you know, basically a brand new cast of characters. And they have to, one, find their own rhythm. Uh, but then, two, also just get used to doing what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Rue and Michelle, it's like a canned act at this right, point. Right, right. Like they know what they, there's a formula there. Yeah. And Rue is very good at doing exactly. that. Exactly. Like, a very good host. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, say what you will about it. Oh, him. yeah, yeah. It's second nature to them at this point. It, like, not to say that they don't have to try, but I really don't think they don't have to try at this point. Like, they can, they can do it. <laughs> they, are, they still are trying, not saying otherwise, but, you know, they don't need to put in as much effort as, you know, these judges kind of have to just to, kind of prove why they're there for sure who do you think will so make we, the uh who, who's your top four Ooh, that's a big question um okay so i definitely think isis will be there um i think suki could be there um unfortunately osayad aqua black will not be there i'm pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> um and then it's kind of a toss-up for me um Maybe Pythia and Stephanie Prince. Stephanie Prince will be yeah, there. Yeah, my my top three for sure are Isis, Stephanie Prince, and Suki, who are the tops in this episode. Yes. Fourth is a little bit of a floater for me. Maybe, like, I'm thinking maybe Adriana, if she kind of, maybe she can come in with, like, you know, some, like, comedy chops. I don't know. I don't know if she's funny. Maybe. I have nothing, I have no idea of who she is as a queen. Oh, uh, yeah. Or any of yeah, them. That, yeah, 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 which is fair. Uh, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't really, we haven't seen them flex all of their muscles yet. We'll see. The other queens, they just seem a little bit like, I don't know, like, you didn't really give me much yet. I, I, but we didn't get a lot of screen time, so who knows? Yeah, and who knows? Geometric might end up being a really good queen. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. She could maybe, like, kind of come through in other elements performing. Who knows? Her lips and yeah. skills are questionable. Oof. At least... Pointers. Yeah, pointer exactly. Pointer 100%. Exactly. Available I evidence. I take any more Do, <laughs> I know, I know. I Yeah, yeah. Point me in another direction when I see all that pointing. Yeah, point to the ground. Like, no one does that. <laughs> like, don't... Uh, just, you know, finger gunning at the audience. No. Yeah. No, you know? I didn't see it. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. With all that said and done, we're kind of at the end of the episode here. New format for us. Uh, and if you liked what you hear. Sorry, let me take that again. And if you like what you heard, please check us out on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and on our website, gemgirls.com at Gem Girls Podcast for the other two platforms. And uh, please also rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts, by which we mean five stars and a positive review. Uh, and do that so that other people can help uh, find us talking about Drag Race, I guess. And maybe cartoons, whatever you're yeah. into. <laughs> yeah, we talk about a lot of a shit, lot of shit. I guess. Uh, And with all of that said and done, until next time, Stay, Stay outrageous. outrageous. Bye. Bye.